Healing rain, be our dance friend. Won't you come, Holy Spirit? Would you stand to your feet all over this place? So good to be with you. How are you feeling this morning? Hey! You say hello to those who are watching online. We can't see you. We're glad you're watching us on the other side of the screen.
Everybody say peace. Come on, shout it out. Say peace. peace. Somebody say love. love. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on, put those hands down like this. a little bit louder. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're glad you came to church this morning. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on, if you love North Oklahoma, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, if you love Jesus, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're feeling good this morning, Give him a shout of praise and you may be seated. Thank you so much.
Sometimes that can become a cliche, but it's uh, until we really fall deeply in love with Jesus. And uh, sometimes you don't know how to do that until you hit rock bottom. And I know that uh, if I were to pass this microphone around the building, we'd be here all day sharing about 
just the own, our own miracles and experiences, some near-death experiences, literally, but maybe some physically. And there's nothing like the love of Jesus that can uh, literally snatch you from, from, from the grave and from the pits. I know our, our dad was, was at that place one time, coming back from the Vietnam War, was, became an alcoholic, very abusive, and had a, a transformation in his life. He was invited to a small gathering in Oceanside, California, sat somewhere in the back, and the preacher man gave this invitation for people to receive Jesus. And my brothers and I are so grateful that only one man responded. It was our father, Moses Katina. And so we wrote this, this next song, song of thanksgiving, song of gratitude. Not only did he change our dad, he changed the course of our whole family. I'm so thankful. Just a little while longer, want to pray. Can I get you off my mind so I came to say thank you, Lord, just for loving me.
How many are just grateful this morning? And uh, maybe, you know, you started out with a rough morning, but I tell you what, Thanksgiving in a heart of gratitude, man, it just, it has a way of um, delivering us from, from all kinds of stuff. So I'm so grateful, um, and like my brothers have already said, just to be with you guys, thank you for this opportunity, and we will continue to pray for Pastor. Um, but we're grateful for um, 19 kids between the five brothers. Yeah. When we got to Nashville, we didn't see very many Samoans around, so we wanted to, you know, increase the, uh, <laughs> um, but we wrote a song, and we simply titled, titled it 19, and this is a song that, um, the words of the chorus, this, these are the words that we speak over our kids, and I want to say to every young person here this morning, that God knows your name, and he has a purpose for you, and the life he has for you is so beautiful. And so listen to this song, may it encourage you this morning. 19. Thank you so much. We wrote some songs when the lockdown happened in 2020, and uh, we want to do one of those songs for you. Everybody say everything. everything. Say everything, everything. is going to be all right. Never ends, never wins. 
may not know much, but I live through wiener. You've been faithful time and time again. It's not out of control. You're still on your throne. turn to somebody and tell them everything is going to be all right. Through sickness, he's a healer. Everything's going to be all right. Our kids are acting a mess. Everything's going to be all right. Lincoln Riley is gone. Everything's going to be all right. I want you to meet my brothers on the bass guitar. Say hi to James. Back on the drums, that's our brother Joe. Singing leads with me. This is James's twin. This is John. And I'm Jesse, and we save our brother on the keys for last. We got James, Joe, John, and Jesse. Say good morning to Sam. Good to see you guys. Sam mentioned that between the five of us brothers, we have uh, 19 good kids all together. We're part of a big family ourselves. There's 12 siblings in our family, eight boys and four girls. And uh, mom went home to be with the Lord many, many years ago. 1988, she passed away. And uh, she's with Jesus. Our dad is a former pastor, a retired Marine. That is a bummer combination when you're a kid, you know. <laughs> we want you to know that in the back, in the, in the foyer, we have some of our merchandise. This is our latest CD that just came out uh, about a month ago, and it's titled Sunday Set 2. And uh, it has a lot of the songs that we've sung this morning and a lot of worship songs that you probably sing throughout the course of the week here at Quest. And so we want you to pick this up. Matter of fact, you know, for any donation, any donation, we want you to take this home with you this morning. And uh, just keep in mind, we have 19 kids. <laughs> Jesse, let me say something about this record. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we've been doing this for the last 30 years. And uh, it, when you're creating music and have the opportunity to, to record, uh, we've been blessed with so many, uh, to work with so many great producers. We are extremely proud of this record. Uh, this is the, the first record that our brother Sam produced. Yes, yes. And we're, 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 uh, we just think this is the best record we've ever done. <laughs> so you all have to get this. I just had to slip that in. Just. John is wearing Very this. proud of Sam. Yeah. Yes. Proud. Thank you, Sam. John is wearing the sweatshirt that we have back there as well. It's called Cousin. And uh, obviously we talk a lot about family, right? That's what matters most to us. We're part of the great great family it's the cousin movement so buy that and then this is a, a shirt that I designed black on black it says love God love people this is really the message the heartbeat of our lives this is what our mom taught us 
as little boys to love God and to love, love people. So this is back there. We have Love Squared. It's a sweatshirt. And uh, make yourself available to that. I know it'll bless you and it'll definitely bless us. Yes, indeed. You know, this is only our second time here at Quest, but we, we absolutely feel like we're family. We, we feel that family, energy, love. Um, and if, if, if I were to put a theme on today, and I don't know if you feel, maybe it's just me, but I, I feel like God is saying, hey, everything's going to be okay, okay? Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's no denying that, that there's a lot going on. You know, for the last two years being shut down, Imagine a band, right? And I know every industry um, felt the impact, but I remember, guys, uh, that March of 2020, 65, 70 shows just got shut down, and this is, this is our livelihood. So we did the next best thing. We went to our little home office, and we just sat around and just started writing a bunch of songs. And, so, and some of it was just chords, melodies, no lyrics, um, but there was one session that, as Sam was just kind of doing some chord changes, there was this one word that kind of kept on loop, and it was the word here, H-E-R-E, and God was just reminding us, hey, I'm here, I'm here, and as we are two years removed from that time in the end of January 2022 God is saying hey I'm here and I don't know what you've been going through I, I don't know um, your story maybe maybe some of us are we broke through right we're, we're healthy um, financially you're, 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 you're seeing favor you're seeing increase but there may be some of you and you're just waiting and I want to encourage you that God is here. He's, he wants to just remind you that he loves you perfectly. He loves you. He, he's, he's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you because he, he's a God that loves. And so we want to we wanna write, uh, sing this next song, another song that was written. It's on Sunday set too. And, and we just want to encourage you as you're, brothers as your sons that he's here you're going to be okay
Maybe you've gone away. Maybe you've strayed away. Maybe you don't feel like you deserve God's presence. None of us do. Maybe you've been living right or you've been living a mess. We still don't deserve it. And the great thing about God is when you turn around, he's right there. Yes. You don't have to work your way back to him. He's right there. Pastor Josh, thank you so much. Bishop, Miss Joe, thanks for letting us come and to be with family. We had no idea even eight days ago that we'd be here, but God knew. And we thank you for just the freedom and the blessing to worship with you. Thank you for trusting us. Shout out to the worship team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good. Y'all blessed us this morning. So and I know you don't take them for granted, but you got to know, we travel every all over the world, and not everybody has worship like y'all have worship. So uh, yeah. whenever you see them, tell them you appreciate them. They're here hours before you are here. I'm sure they rehearsed during the week. From the lights to the sound to the arrangements, absolutely excellent. And we just honor you all for your service. Thank you. I love looking out into the crowd because I think this is what heaven is going to look like. Y'all look like us. <laughs> We've been doing this for over 30 years. That's a miracle. That's the grace of God. Because you know how it is working with family. <laughs> People ask us, do y'all love each other for real? Honest answer. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm thankful for my brothers. We know, we know stuff about each other that no one else knows. And if you know some of the stuff about us, you wouldn't be sitting in your seat right now. My wife and I were sitting uh, at the table, at our table on Friday, by ourselves. That's our new normal. We've got two sons. Eli's 22, Josh is 25. Between, uh, over the last year and a half, both of them got married. And praise God, they moved out. <laughs> and all our lives, you don't know it, but 
you live for your kids, right? I mean, as much as you say, nah, I'm going to have my own life, I mean, at least for us, everything we did was for our kids. <laughs> and so we were having this conversation the other night. Wow. We gave our lives for our kids. They moved out. They only call when they want something. <laughs> they don't visit. Honey, they don't care about us. <laughs> and then we started thinking about when we first got married almost 30 years ago. We didn't call our parents. I wasn't putting money away from my parents. I was just trying to survive. And so we kind of had a little whining session. But then we started to realize how blessed. How good. How good God is. And you might be sitting there thinking, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't. But you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what some of these guys are going through. And yet still, this is not just rehearsed. We can say, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for your healing. God, thank you for your goodness. Thank you that you know everything about me and you still love me. Thank you, God. I wonder if that's what David in Psalm 27 was feeling. He starts the psalm by saying, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is a strong tower, the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So he went from this thanksgiving spirit to a kind of like ticked off spirit. Instantly he said, even when the wicked advance against me to devour me, it's my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. He said, though war, though armies besiege me, I will not fear. Though war break out against me, still I will remain confident. You ever feel like that? Maybe you feel like that right now. Like war is breaking out against you. Enemies from every side coming at you. And if you skip down to verse 13 and 14. Here's David's encouragement to himself and to us. But I am confident of this. That I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Not when I get to heaven. Not someday. No, in the land of the living. In the middle of a pandemic. When my teenagers are acting crazy, when my marriage is on the rocks, I've just been through a divorce. The report of the doctor is not a good one. I just lost another loved one, but I am confident of this. I'll see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So he says this, wait for the Lord, be strong, Take heart and wait for the Lord. Whatever you're going through, family, wait for the Lord. When, when, when he talks about waiting, he's not talking about like uh, what we think, like just waiting like you're just sitting there. Like when you go to the doctor's office, you just wait in the waiting room. No, what David is talking about is when you go to a restaurant mm -hmm. yes. and what the waiter is doing for you. They're serving you. They're looking out for what needs to be done. Until that check is paid, I'm just waiting. Wait for the Lord. Serve him. 
Be faithful to the house of the Lord. Be faithful to one another. He says, be strong. Be strong. If this world needs anything from people who follow Christ today, is that we be strong. Like my dad used to tell us, stand for something or you're going to fall for anything. Be strong. Take heart. One translation, take heart means to stand up and fight. Some of us have been getting beat up for too long. We've just let the world and the, the enemy and just life do whatever it's wanted to do to us. Family, it's time to wait, be strong, and take heart, fight. My dad is, a, as Jesse said, he, he's a retired Marine and a Pentecostal preacher. But he's, he's, a, he's not very tall, he's short. And when we grew up, when my dad got saved, when he accepted Jesus, he went like, he went from wild to just like sold out for Jesus. And he was back in the day where if you were having fun, you must not be serving Jesus. So we couldn't play sports, we couldn't watch sports, but one thing my dad would do would he would teach us how to fight. Paul, every Christmas he would buy somebody boxing gloves. Our mother hated it, but my dad loved it. And he would teach us, and because he was short and because we're all short, he would always tell us, all right, let me see your fighting stance. All right, infight. And he would always say, we have to infight because we don't have a long reach, so we'd have to get, get close to the person. And he taught us to uppercut and to jab and to hook and all this stuff. So growing up, obviously, we never started fights, but you never better never start a fight with the Katinas because you fight one of us, you fight all of us. All 241 of us. Well, when we started having kids, I thought I was going to be smarter than my dad. I said, I'm not going to teach my boys how to fight. I'm going to teach them how to use their words and not get in a fight. And I remember one time we were singing outdoors. My oldest son, Josh, he was about five years old. And all of the kids were playing in this little sandbox. And we're playing and you know, it's a glorious Saturday afternoon, and I'm just having a good time. Well, all of a sudden, I started noticing that there was this kid who was like the bully of the playground. You know that kid I'm talking about? And whatever toy my son Josh was playing with, that kid would go grab that toy. That's the toy he wanted. So Josh, because his dad taught him how to use his words and not how to fight, would just, oh, it's okay. And he'd walk to the next toy, and on and on and on and on. Well, now I'm getting ticked off. Like, where is this kid's dad? Finally, Josh ran out of toys to play with. And all of a sudden, I see the bully. When he grabbed his last toy, Josh just stood up and started running. Running in this field. And it's surrounded by this chain link fence. And Josh is running. And the bully is chasing him. And Josh comes to the corner. And he can't run anymore. And now I'm not only ticked off at the, dad, the dude's dad, I'm embarrassed at myself because I didn't teach my son how to protect himself and to defend himself. My five-year-old son gets to the corner of the fence and he turns around. He has nowhere to run. We're still singing. No parents know what's going on except me because I can see it all from the drums. And the bully's like. I'm ticked off. I'm ashamed. And I'm sad for my son. But the next second, my son does something that makes me the most proud father in the world. Something came over him. And the bully does stuff to him. And all of a sudden, my five-year-old son, Josh, he goes like this. 
my heart was filled with praise and worship. And my son just was doing that. Like the spirit of God came over him. What do you think the bully did? He ran. And the bully has been telling you, you ain't worth it. You ain't good enough. Why would God come through for you? You can't give that. You'll never make enough money. You're not smart enough. Oh, you've been broken. You've been busted and disgusted. And it's time for you to let that power of Jesus come over you. And put your hands up and start doing this. Because God is good. He's faithful. He loves you. He sees you. Let's worship him. Say God is so good. God is so good. Stand to your feet all over this place and say, God is so good. He's so good to me. God. It's so good. Think about his goodness. You sing it out. God is so good. He's a faithful God. God is so good. He's so good to me. Yeah. 
Of the goodness of God.